Hello and welcome to episode four of the Musical Theatre Mixtape podcast. We're back this week with our very special guest, Miss Jenny Legg. Woo! With a CV I am very jealous of. I am also very jealous of this. She's CV. done Nine to Five. She's done Forty Second Street. She's done Mac and Mabel. She's done. She's done it all. White Christmas. She has done White Christmas. <laughs> she's done Elf. She's done amazing things. We'll let her discuss more about that when we get her on. Very shortly. So welcome Jenny Legg. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So we've kind of we've kind of done a little intro already and sort of said some of the stuff that you've been in because we were saying how jealous we are of your CV because you've done <laughs> everything that I could ever want to do. Yeah, well, I'm very lucky. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you to talk a bit more about some of the jobs you've done like as we go through, but let's just get straight in there and go with the first question. So how did you actually get into musical theatre? Right, I am... Um... So I'm really lucky. I come from a musical family. So my my mum and dad, my dad was a musician sort of growing up. Um, he didn't do it as his job, apart from at one point being a music teacher. Um, but he's been a musician his whole life. My mum has always danced or sung or acted when she was younger. She did a couple of professional acting things when she was younger as well. Um, and yeah, I've sort of been brought up in that environment. We did a lot of amdram. I obviously went to dance school from when I was tiny. Um, so it was kind of either going to be something I was going to go and do or was never going to do again. It was going to mm-hmm. be one of those. Um so yeah, I just I got into it that way. Lots of amdram, as I said, and shows through my dance school, and then decided to take that further and train in London because obviously I'm not from London with my weird accent. I'm from <laughs> Newcastle, um, so went to London, trained down here, still live here, um, and yeah, just happened to be lucky enough to make it my career. Yeah. Lovely. Now you. <laughs> You trained at Bird as well, didn't you? I certainly did, yes. Fellow yeah. birdies. <laughs> I imagine it was, well, it changed so quickly when we were there, so I imagine it was a very different place when, when I was you there. trained. It was, I mean, the difference that I could see between when I was there to when I came and taught there once I'd graduated, I think the difference was the amount of people, if I'm honest. Um, there weren't there weren't as many people when I was there which meant that in my opinion we got a little bit more one-on-one attention but then I haven't trained there since there have been lots of people so I probably can't really make any comment on that Um, but yeah it was the best place for me at the time it was very dance heavy yeah um, which is what you know people sort of say now you should go somewhere that concentrates on the discipline you want to work on but at the time it was like if you're a dancer you go to a dance college if you're a singer you go to a singing college yeah so that was basically what I did and I went to Burge it was great it was great for me so I'm grateful. yeah <laughs> I mean that's the main reason why I went because I needed to work on my dancing mm-hmm. the most yeah so I felt well going to Bird would obviously push me absolutely which was a a good thing yeah 
Well, it worked out because you're absolutely fantastic. So, <laughs> thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you remember the first musical that you ever saw? I can. Well, I've sort of got two answers for this. So, um, okay. the first musical I ever saw in my whole life um, was Annie. And I remember sitting, it was an Amdram version. I remember sitting in the front row of the theatre and being so small that I couldn't see onto the stage very far. <laughs> so I just, <laughs> I remember being able to see, um, you know, the first few rows of people on the stage, but being so small and so young that I wasn't really concentrating on it. Um, but the first professional musical that I saw would have been Bat Boy in London. So okay. that was the first oh, one. Yeah, we were taken, obviously, at the time, I don't know how much it was the same um, while you guys were training, but we had like a, a theatre fund. So you would pay a certain amount of money into it and the college would take you to go and see shows as a collective. Um, so Bat Boy was the first show that I went to see professionally. Wow. Like, yeah, it's cool. I would have loved to have seen Bat Boy. It was so bizarre. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was one of those moments where I thought, "Do I really want to do musical theatre? I'm not sure about this show." But it, it was a strange actually, show, isn't it? Yeah, but it was actually sensational. I mean, the characters and the the performers were amazing. But yeah, bizarre. <laughs> and also, Absolutely. we didn't get Annie. Uh, we, sorry, we did get Annie. We didn't get Chitty Chitty Bang Bang this week, so that's something yeah. new. Every guest we've had on before you has said the first show they saw was Chitty Chitty Bang Bang at the London Palladium. No way! I didn't, um, <laughs> yeah. I didn't, see, didn't see Chitty until after college because um, I had some friends in it and I didn't see anything in London until I moved to London. It's not something that we uh, did or we didn't come to London. It wasn't a thing. Right, should we get into the, the actual mixtape now? Yes, I'm ready. So right. number one, what is your favourite overture? So this is going to sound so cheesy um, and probably a bit predictable, but my favourite overture has to be 42nd Street. Mm. Um, and I thought about it and I thought, can I go out of the box? Can I choose something that is a show I haven't done? But I have to, yeah, I have to give it to... Um, to that show that that is the best and most powerful overture I've ever heard, I think. Which, of course, you were in 42nd Street when it was in London recently. I was, yeah. So it's an overture you're very used to. Yeah, well, it used to blast our heads off, so we'd be stood yeah. on stage. Oh, so loud. We'd be stood on stage behind the curtain, and the overture would start, and it would give us a shock every time because of <laughs> how loud it was. Um, but, it, yeah, I mean, we used to listen to it on stage every night, and it was... It's just so huge. The sound is so huge and it gives you goosebumps and that's kind of what you want, I think, from a musical. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we also had Brian Murray on last week and he said 42nd Street was his favourite overture. Well, thank you, um, Brian. I not because he's been in it, but he wants to put it out into the universe. Oh. That he wants to be in it. He'll be in it then. <laughs> right. We'll put it out in the universe Absolutely. to you, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> right question number two a song from a show that reminds you of your childhood okay so I wasn't sure whether it was a song from a show but I have chosen you'll never walk alone from carousel 
Um, okay. So I, I chose a normal song. So Living on a Prayer is a childhood song for me, <laughs> as in Bon Jovi. Um, but no, You'll Never Walk Alone from Carousel because we used to do a lot of arm dramas as a family. So my mum would be in the show. My brother and my sister were in that show. I was in that show. My dad isn't an actor or a singer, so he wasn't in the show, but (laughs) it was was all of my family, really. Um, And I've never felt emotion like it, standing on a stage doing a show with a group of people that, you know, you've rehearsed with for a few months and done a show for a week. And also with my family, I've never felt emotion like that. And I think that was probably the first time I um, realised that musical theatre had a pull in my life and had a place in my heart more than just it being a hobby so I would say Never Walk Alone yeah from Carousel (laughs) Um, so question number three is a song from your favourite musical so my new favourite musical is Come From Away I think I just think it's absolutely sensational. Um, Anyone that knows me, I think and would like to believe knows that I stand by doing good things for people, Um, trying to be a good person and look after people and make the world a better place. And I think that I kind of knew what to expect from that show because of the the subject matter, but I hadn't realised how much how much it did exactly what I wanted it to do um, and showed that kind of side of people. So not only that, I think the music is wonderful. I love that there's such a simplistic set. I love everything about it. So my favourite song from that show is Me and the Sky, um, which is sung by the character Beverly, who's the pilot um, of one of the planes that had to fly in and land at the time of the 9-11 bombings. And it's really powerful. It's a song that um, I would love, well, I'd love to play that part. It's a song that kind of sits with me. So I just find it really powerful and wonderful. And yeah, it's great. (laughs) You said a song from your new favourite musical. It's Come From Away there. Yeah. If we had to go back before Come From Away, what would you say? Oh, I've got so many. I mean... (laughs) I mean, it's a very difficult question. It's but. such a difficult question. I've got so many. I mean, a lot of the shows that I really love, and I don't know that people would necessarily know this about me, are quite gritty, quite dark musicals. So I like things that feel real, um, like Taboo and Rent. And um, I'm yeah. actually going to mention them in a bit, I think. But Taboo and Rent and um, Cabaret, stuff like that. Mm, so, yeah. So anything with a bit of a real realistic undertone and a bit of darkness which is not me at all (laughs) but it's what I'd like to do it's like it's what I like to kind of portray so yeah those (laughs) hey I'm Ryan Reynolds recently I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
so let's get discussing your CV now, your wonderful CV, oh. with a song from the favorite, your favourite musical that you've been in. Right, so I really had a battle with this one. Um, <laughs> I have to say, to sing the song I Just Might from 9 to 5 um, was... There's something about it, it's quite a simple song, but there's something about singing that, especially if you're singing it in a principal capacity with the two other principal uh, ladies in the show, there's something really powerful about it because of the um, the message behind it, uh, which is obviously about picking yourself up, getting on with it and making things, making the world a better place. Um, so I just might definitely one of my favorite songs but if you will allow me <laughs> there is actually another one okay uh, will you allow me is that okay <laughs> yeah why not <laughs> thank why you not? um there's a song called the christmas song in elf <laughs> and again there's something about singing intricate harmonies and um uplifting songs it's going to sound like a really like twinkly song it's not if you listen to the soundtrack christmas song is is the most one of the most magical songs i've ever sung in a show um with the ensemble it's with the whole company actually and yeah i would say that's probably a favorite of mine as well from shows that i've been in lovely We'll let you have two. Thank you. Sorry. We'll you You've got so many to pick from. It's got to be difficult, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so next question, a song from the last musical you were in. So the last musical I was in was Nine to Five. Sadly, the show didn't get to finish its run in town because of um, what's going on at the moment. But, you know, I'm sure it'll pick up again. And when I auditioned for the show, I didn't know any of the music. I didn't think I did anyway. Obviously, we all know 9 to 5, the song. But yeah. apart from that, I didn't know the music. So I looked it up and searched it on Spotify. And um, the song that jumped out at me from the word go and carried on doing that while I was in the show was Change It, which is um, a number in the second act of the show where you are literally, we're literally changing the office, changing everything around, making it a better place, changing things for the better. And there's a lot of build in it. There's lots of key changes. It's very uplifting and um, it's just really satisfying to sing. So I would say Change It is my favourite from nine to five. Yeah. Love a good key change, mate. Yeah. <laughs> it's so satisfying, isn't it? <laughs> Question number six. A song from a musical that you want to be in. I... This can always be a tricky one as well. Yeah. Oh, God, I've had to literally sit and think about it. Um, <laughs> I would choose um, Seasons of Love from Rent. I know I sort of briefly mentioned Rent before, but there is nothing. I keep using the word powerful today. I'm... Clearly, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, yeah, I think that it's a very kind of hard hitting song. It's very. Um... What's the word? It sort of shows everybody's everybody for who they are on a kind of like blank canvas. I just really like it. Um, so yeah, seasons of love from Rent. Yeah, cast me in Rent, Lovely. everyone. I'd love to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it will come back soon. Yeah, yeah I reckon. Will. I reckon. Yeah. So moving on to question number seven: a song from a musical you would happily scrap. So this right. can be you want to scrap the whole musical and just pick one song from it. Oh, right. You want me to scrap the musical? 
I thought I was. Yeah, we should probably specify that a bit more when we send questions over. Oh, okay. (laughs) I might. No, it's okay. I might need to just think about it for a second. Scrap the rest of the musical and keep one song. We'll hear the. We'll hear the answer that you did have anyway, as well. All right. Well, Well, the answer. The answer I did have was that I would scrap the song "Wonderful" from Wicked. Which is, yeah, I agree with that. yeah, it's completely <laughs> different to the rest of the show. I mean, what's going on there? I just, it just doesn't. The rest of the show is so kind of intense, and you know, it, it's all kind of sounds similar. And then suddenly, this song comes up, and you go, "What?" <laughs> so yeah. that would be my answer to that. Um, now there must be something. What have I been to see recently, um, or in kind of recent? I went to see, oh, I actually went to see um, uh, Girl from the North Country. And this is awful. I mean, it's so bad because it's it's classic sort of, um, it's Bob Dylan, right? Bob Dylan? I think it's Bob Dylan. Oh, God, that's really bad. I'm going to look so bad. <laughs> um, but the songs, there was just something about the show and there was one song in it that was sung by... There's a character who's um, the female character, one of the lead characters, and she is not very mentally well. And her, it's a little bit like Come From Away that people will play a character, then they'll sing a song. And she sung the most incredible song halfway through. It was so rocky and... Um, and I wish I knew the name of it. If I'd, if I'd prepared better, I'd be able to find it. Um, but that song was exceptional to me I thought it was the most amazing thing and then the rest of the show I kind of went I'm not getting it I'm not getting it at all and that's awful because I had friends in it and it's it was clearly such a wonderful thing if you got it but I didn't get it so okay yeah so I'm really sorry friends who were in from the north country I didn't get it but I loved that song (laughs) (laughs) girl from the north country yeah I didn't I didn't get to see it. I didn't that. see it. I don't really know it, but, but I have just checked and I've it is Bob Dylan. It. Yeah, yeah, it is Bob Dylan. Thank you. God, I knew that it was, but you know when you go, oh no. You doubt yourself, you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, question number eight. A song from a Guilty Pleasure musical. My Guilty Pleasure musical is Taboo. I love it. My guilty pleasure band are Culture Club, which is obviously um, the same band as the creator of Taboo, of course. Um, I love it. It's not for everybody. It's dark and it's weird and it's very much the kind of club kids circuit of the 80s. Um, But the songs in it are wonderful um and the original there is an original recording actually i don't know where you'd be able to get it now um but john partridge is in it um and he plays he plays marilyn um and he's i mean at the time i've never met i've never met him but i just thought that he was the best thing since sliced bread in this show (laughs) oh he's so good um and the two leads sing a song called gutter snipe which is in Taboo. So that would be my kind of song from a guilty pleasure show. But honestly, if people aren't aware of Taboo and the songs in it, give it a listen, because great for rep, I tell you that. Um, But yeah, it's a really, really good show. Uh, Anyone that was in our year or the two years above us at college will know Taboo because we did a medley of it in first year in the summer show. (gasps) There you go. 
see yeah. then you'll that know that was how our first year mt piece yeah it's such a brilliant it's show very fun yeah it is it's so like bizarre and weird but um but very realistic which is what i like yes. about it yeah the final question <gasps> of the, the mixtape the fun one i'm ready your favorite oh. mega mix <laughs> now i am actually a real sado and a lot of the shows i've seen don't have mega mixes but footloose has to be my favorite mega mix or kind of end finale piece where they go through lots of the songs again and i know that it's old school but i'm, I'm happy to be old school um but yeah that is one of the most uplifting moments that i've probably experienced if if I was going to go more modern, though, for anyone who does want to see things that are out now, um, I'd have to say Tina. Um, partly because it's all songs that you know, uh, and not not because I'm biased because my fiance is in the show, but <laughs> <laughs> but it really is something else. They rock that theatre. So yeah, Footloose or Tina for those people who want now standing shows by the way it is coming back so watch the space tina's gonna open again yeah that's good news i've not had a chance to see that yet yeah i've tried to get tickets yeah it's brilliant oh yeah yeah absolute nightmare but yeah yeah brilliant (laughs) (laughs) so that is all the questions i'm gonna read back through your mixtape See how you see how you feel about it when they're all next to each other. Cool. <laughs> so we're going to start with the Forty Second Street Overture. Yep. Into "You'll Never Walk Alone" from Carousel. A very big contrast there. <laughs> <laughs> Into "Me in the Sky" from Come From Away. Yes. Then I just might from Nine to Five yep. and the Christmas song from Elf. Lovely. Change it from Nine to Five. Yep. Into Seasons of Love from Rent. Then we have Wonderful from Wicked. (laughs) And one of the songs from Girl from the North Country, whatever it is called. (laughs) Gutter Snipe from Taboo. Finishing up with the Footloose Mega Mix with a shout out to the Tina Mega Mix as well. Yeah. Sounds Sounds like a pretty good playlist to me. I mean, it couldn't be more eclectic if I tried. <laughs> yeah. My favourite was 42nd Street into You'll Never Walk Alone. Yeah. Coming back that's... with me in the sky from Come From Away. Oh, God. I mean, I didn't That'd really be a good 10 it. minutes there. Yeah. I mean, it'd be epic. You'd be exhausted by the end. <laughs> Thank you, Jenny, for coming on the podcast. Thank you for joining it's been us. It's an absolute pleasure. Oh, Thank you for having me, guys. If you've enjoyed it, Give us a five star on Apple Podcasts. Go follow us on Instagram and Twitter where you can find out all the info about who's coming on the podcast next, where you can find it, all of that stuff. Also, just quick shout out for Jenny. If you go on her Instagram, you can check out all the classes and workshops that she's running during this lockdown period. Keep Keep yourself active and keep yourself entertained. I did one the other day and it was very good. I would highly recommend them. Thanks for listening, everyone. See you in the next one. Hold up. 
Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.